that has gone on in this summer, and uh, and lately, in the last month, with the the words that have been given to our church and what is uh, what is happening, what's happening in our lives, uh, the the uh, challenges that we have been seeing. And I, I believe that we're meeting. Um, I believe in the midst of these challenges, uh, we're also being encouraged to step up. It's like stepping up to the plate. It's like uh, taking note and, and uh, not, not setting back, not being uh, reserved in our attitude, but looking forward to the things that uh, the Lord has. And there's passages of Scripture that have uh, come to my attention. And this is sounding real loud here. I don't know. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a whole lot. <laughs> but anyway, um, it may be the monitors. I don't know what it is, but I, I can just, it's really loud. So if there's anybody who can work on any of that, that'd be nice. Okay, we'll make do. Um, some of the passages of Scripture that uh, have been sticking out to me, uh, I, I started in, in the Old Testament, but there was one here in the New Testament, and then I'll, I'll go to a couple in the Old. Um, in Revelation chapter 10, uh, beginning with verse 8, and if you have your scriptures and you would uh, like to turn there, uh, that'd be good. But there's several references that, that relate to this. And we've heard these passages before. If, you have, uh, if you've been a student of the Word, any if you've read the scriptures through, you've heard these words said. And... Uh, in verse 8 of chapter 10 in Revelation, it says, Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, Go, take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth. So I went to the angel and said to him, Give me the little book. Now, the... The thought that I have here is really concerning the little book and what is about to happen with it. He said to me, take and eat it. And that's, that's the thought where I'm going. But there's a couple of things around this thought that are interesting to me. He says, he went to the angel and he said to the angel, give me the little book. Give me the little book. God has a tremendous amount of work about to take place. There is there's a great move of God that's coming upon the earth. We hear in these last days about how that Things are getting worse and worse, and sometimes in our own lives, 
It seems that way because the, the trials, the difficulties, the perplexities that we face seem to get more uh, and more. They, they're numerous. They hit us from all directions. And how we approach these things, how we face up to them, is going to be very important. You know, one day, I was just a young man by myself, and then I took on a wife. Then, not long after that, we became three because of our children. And then it seemed like we didn't much more than turn around, and now we're, we have ten grandkids. And with all the perplexities of these things, and, and, and I'll say, it's, it's so good that Pastor and his wife have been together, how long? 43? 42 in November. 42 in November. She knows. <laughs> yeah, he does too. Well... My wife has put up with me for 48 years this past August the 21st. To her. To her. It's what she has done, uh, what the Lord has done through, through us, uh, working in us and helping us even to To love one another. Perhaps more now than ever before. I remember not long after we were married, because we were married young. I turned 19 ten days after we got married. Yeah. Someone said to me, you don't know what you're doing. And it, and and their idea was that they were saying this because of immaturity, and and they were all right, they were right. But you know, we were standing in the presence of God, and and we we knew what God was speaking in our life, and and so we knew the direction we were going, and and so in our situation. There really wasn't any reason to try to go on alone. But walking hand in hand, we were able to face the situations that were before us. And we have situations that we are facing more and more all the time. And so is all of our land facing all these difficulties and all these situations. And it seems that our lives just get more complicated. And we are continually facing things every day. Situations that a lot of times, to be honest with you, we say, I really don't want to face these situations. I'm kind of ready to sit back and take it easy a little bit. I, I really don't want to fight this fight. But then I, 
I hear I hear the words of Caleb and Joshua. And when I hear the words of Caleb and Joshua, when I hear the words of our brother Paul in all of his the calamities as well as the, the great things that God was doing. And when I, when I hear the words of John the Revelator as he was on the Isle of Patmos and what all he went through, when I hear these words, I realize that my life has just started. It has just started. And the work that God has for us to do has just begun. We may be fighting a fight for the moment. It may seem difficult in this day. But God has a place for each one of us. Paul talks about it in his letter uh, to us. And I'm going to say to us because it is. It's to us that we are to work and encourage and, and, and lift up one another, and the word there is edify. We're to edify, to build up, to encourage one another, as every joint supplies. Every joint. So it's not a matter of whether Pastor John is supplying from the pulpit here, or Phil, or myself, or anyone else. It's a matter of, All of us, every joint, you are a joint. You are a part. You are one of this body. Whether you're young or whether you're an older person, like myself or some of the others, you are still a part of this body. And God has placed in in you Himself. He He has put in you His Spirit that fills you up that causes you to overflow. Now, sometimes I don't feel like I could even start to overflow. Sometimes I don't feel like I could jump in the bottom of my bucket and cause a splatter, let alone overflow. But God has His way of filling us up. And John, the revelator, right here gives us one of these ways And it's described throughout the Old Testament. He says there was a book. There was a book that was given. And he says, go take the little book and open it. And he said, eat it. Take, eat. Take and eat it. And it will make your stomach, well, it'll make your stomach bitter, but it will sweeten your mouth. Now, this was this book about what was going on in these end days. There's some, there's some tough times. There's some difficult moments. Sometimes you have to say words that are not as sweet as you would like to say. Sometimes you have to go to a child and say, you know what? What you did was wrong. And that's not always comforting. That is difficult. I can remember a few of those moments in my life. 
I can remember some of them that happened to me, and I can remember some of them that I did to my own kids. And I can remember some of those that just were not done right. They were not done right. I can remember many of them that were done right, and I thank God for them. I thank God for them. I'm not going to dwell on those that, are, that were done wrong. After all, are we not all growing? Are we all not all maturing? Are we not all encouraging one another and building one another up? So, we come from one place to another place, and God is leading us that way. He's directing us that way. There's a couple of passages. Um, Jeremiah 15:16 talks about the Word of God. It says that, uh, here it is, get right to it. And it came to pass at the end of the seven days that the Word of the Lord came to me. Oh, wait a minute, maybe that's not it. That's Ezekiel, and I got my note in the wrong place. Okay. All right. Anyway, he says that his word was precious to him. It was precious to him. God's word is precious to us, and it is the food of our soul. Uh, It is more precious than even the necessary food is what the Scripture talks about. More precious than the necessary food. In uh, Ezekiel 3, 1 through 3, and that was not it in Ezekiel there where I was at, because that was Ezekiel 15. Um, Ezekiel 3, 1 through 3 says, Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and go, speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that scroll. And he said to me, Son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate it, and it was in my mouth like honey and sweetness. Now, there's a term right here in this passage that says, fill your stomach. And the word fill there is the same word that's used uh, in several places where it's talking about God filling us with the Holy Spirit. Filling us up. In Joel chapter 2 and verse 28 where he says that in these last days he would fill us up and he would cause our, our, the, the prophesying of the word by the young and by the old. And he, he says that uh, the young would dream dreams, and, or the old would dream dreams, and the young uh, uh, would... Uh, somebody come out there. See visions. And, and the, the reason he said it that way was not to say that, well, the old men are just going to, you know, see visions. And the young men are going to, or vice versa. The, the old men are going to see uh, visions and the young men are going to dream dreams because actually the context there is, it is a reverse situation. It's a reverse situation. It's more natural for the young 
to have dreams. Oh, I'm aspiring to this and I'm aspiring to that. And, and boy, they got dreams and they're going to go dream, dream and do this. And the old men are sitting back and they're having visions. And so he reverses that context to say that it doesn't matter the age. It's not a matter of what the age is. God is going to fill us with His Spirit in such a way that from the young to the old, we're going to know God and we're going to walk in the Spirit of of the Lord and we're going to see these things in God and we're going to experience them and we're going to but we're going to walk in those things. That's what he's talking about. He even talks on down there in the next verse about the the maids and the hand and and the uh, you know the servants both ways. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're the head of the house or you're the worker in the house. It doesn't matter if you're sleeping in the in the uh, the master bedroom or you're out in the the chambers of the of the laborers. It doesn't matter. God's going to pour His Spirit on all flesh, on all flesh. And what is happening here is God's showing us this here for our day and our time. All these verses of Scripture and the various people that have been talking, that have been speaking from this pulpit, have been bringing us these visions and these words that these things are taking place. Now, now, if these people have been coming here and saying these things from this pulpit, I want to ask you, is he speaking to somebody in Bulgaria? Is he speaking to somebody in Jackson County? He's speaking to us, those of us seated right here. Whether you're a regular member here or whether you might be visiting like some are, God is speaking to those of us that are seated right here. You can say, well, you know, well, he's not speaking to me because, you know, you know, uh, I, I don't really come here that often or... My work right now has just really got me so overloaded that, you know, I, I really can't do that. Or, you know what, hunting season is right here on top of us, and, you know, I've just got to spend time out there, and there's no way that I can really be effective. <clears throat> now, that's not the case, and you know it, and I know it. God's speaking to us because we're the ones here. He's talking to everyone. You know, you might say, well, you know, you just don't understand my lifestyle. You know what? I probably don't. But He does. And He's the one that's speaking. And He's saying to us, as He said throughout His Scriptures, and I've... I've, mentioned these verses too. Throughout the Scriptures, he says, He that has ears to hear and eyes to see. God is speaking to us. Each one of us.
And he says, here is a scroll. Here's a little book. From the very beginning books, even in Job, throughout the Psalms, and many, many times in the Proverbs, it talks about how important the Word of God is to our lives. More precious than silver and gold. More important than, than anything else because it, it, it deals with even the mara in our bones, our flesh. And you know what? As I get older, I'm telling you what. It, I never paid much attention to it when I was younger because I, I was a bit athletic and I could do a lot of things. And, and uh, even in my 50s when I was over here at, uh, over here at uh, uh, Cherokee, there was a young man there that was uh, a Marine. And he would go into the building and he would run the stairs for exercise. He ran the stairs for exercise. Now, I'm in, and he's, he's maybe 30, maybe. And I'm in my late 50s. And I started running the stairs with him. And there were guys that were standing on the platforms huffing and puffing. They weren't running the stairs either. But they were, they were standing there and they were either smoking or just just getting their breath because we could not use the elevator to go up. We had to go the stairs. So they're they're having to get their breath to do this. And I would say to them as I went by, you can't turkey hunt and run these ridges if you stand there and do that kind of stuff. I just needled them. I they were young and I was older. And I just wanted to needle them that way. And, and I was doing that kind of thing. But as life goes, you find that you start dealing with things in the flesh. And the knees don't want to operate like they once did. And the elbows don't want to operate like they once did. And, and, and just... Just different things. And so the battles that we face sometimes take on a little different look. But they're still met with the same power of God and the same move of God, whether it be something in our flesh or whether it's, uh, like I was just describing, or whether it be something that is more spiritual and maybe more related to just relationships that we might have with one another. God is here working mightily. And He has a great word for us. And the word is that He has come to lift us up, to set your feet on solid ground, to establish in your heart His Word, to lift you up as you walk day by day. You're not too old, but you are anointed of God to carry out the work of God. 
and to administer the power of God, and that we are to lay aside any encumbrances. We're to lay them aside. The prophet said of old, he said, I call my people many times. Did I not beckon to you? Did I not call you many times? And yet you wouldn't lay aside the things that were in the way? Have you got anything in the way? Boy, I have. There's plenty of things to lay aside. But as we lay them aside, He fills us up with His Spirit, with His power, with His love. We're able to reach and lay hands on somebody that's sick has been sick, or is fighting some situation, and see them healed. We've been talking about prophecy. And the Scripture says that the spirit of prophecy is Christ Himself. Some people say, well, I don't know how to prophesy. Well, listen, Jesus said to His disciples, if I've been with you so long and you've not seen the Father... How long have we been with the Word? Now, you look at your own life. How long have you been with the Word? Those words that Jesus said, have, not I, been, have I been with you so long and you still don't know me? Those things kind of ring a little bit loud in our ears once in a while. The thing is, He is there to fill us up. And even though we have stumbled and we have done this and we've done that and we've messed up here and there, God in His great love has just so loved us and so cared for us. He is still just pulling us unto Himself, just with His arms reaching out and pulling us into Himself, that we would know Him that His Word would become so real in our life that, you know, every time, every time I've run into a difficulty where I've been tested, I'm telling you, i just be tested. Immediately following was either somebody that needed a healing touch or just a kind word. Immediately following, there's always something like that right there. God is there to fill us up. And you're not alone in what you have, in your situation. You're not alone. We're all here together. We're all working here together to... To, to know and encourage and strengthen one another in the things of God. So I guess my word today for us is that the Spirit of Christ is love, joy, and peace. It's, a, it's edification, exhortation, and comfort. If you have any question whether this is the Spirit of God or not, 
If it can fall under one of those areas, it's God. If it can't fall under one of those areas, then just discard it. Just discard it. So it's not hard. God doesn't make it hard. He's making it easy. He's making it, he has to make it easy if I'm going to be a part of it. He's making it easy. And it's for everybody, for the young and the old. It doesn't matter. You're young, don't say, well, I'm just too young. I, you know, look who's, look, you know, look at the age of the guys that's speaking. You know, you've got to have some kind of experience. You know, I've got to have all this sort of stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. The Spirit of God will fill you just the same as He has filled me. And we need refilled all the time. All the time. We need filled all the time. Overflowing all the time. It's not a one-time thing. Let the Spirit of God flow in you. And when it seems like everything is contrary, set your feet, look Him straight in the eye, and say, I am yours, I am called by your name. And He'll fill you up. He'll pour you full of Himself. And you will be ready. Now, there was one thing the Lord gave me, and I'd like to do this. And, and it doesn't, uh, I'm not going to say everybody do this, but I would love for everybody to participate if they would. If you're here with your, your mate, your husband or your wife, I'd like for you to just stand right now. I'd like for you to get with them. Now, this is not, you know, if you're here by yourself, that's fine. That's fine. You just, you just look to God. I want you just to look to God. But this is what I want to do right now. Those of you that are here with your mate, I want you to look them right in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Tim. And I want you to tell them that you love them and ask them to forgive you. And one say it to the other, both, both ways. Now, I want us just together to thank God and praise God. Just together, just thank God, praise Him. Just worship the Lord. Just take a moment there. If you're by yourself now, if you're by yourself, you can just do that with God. You commune with God. Just, just have a little love moment with the Lord, okay? Have a love moment with God. Now, 
the things that I mentioned about exhort, edify, and comfort, love, joy, peace, and the Holy Spirit, those things are yours. They're yours. They're yours. Say they're mine. And God is giving you... Now, everybody could have said that. It didn't just have to be the couples there. Everybody could have said that. Okay. Now, if they're yours, then you're all able to prophesy. Every single one of you are. Does that break any walls? Does that break any barriers? You might say, you just don't know where we've been. You just don't know what's been going on. Listen, I don't need to know. God knows. And I'm telling you that God's given us a word here. And that word is that He is going to cause His Spirit to come upon all flesh. And that all can prophesy. Now, the the reason for prophecy is to edify, exhort, and comfort. Do you, don't you want to do that? You want to do that. As a mom, as a dad, as a grandpa, as a grandma, we want to do that. We know what that means. There's no question. We know what it means. Now, God's going to do that right here, right here. With all of us. In your next days, there's going to be things that are going to come up. And you're going to hear this. You're going to see this moment. You're going to hear this word. You're going to see this day. And you're going to know that God has, the devil will try to tell you no, but God has qualified you. He has qualified you to speak things that are exhorting, edifying, and comforting. He has qualified you. That is your qualification. You are wearing that right now. You're filled up with the power of His Spirit. And if you don't feel, feel like you're filled up, don't stand there and say, Well, I just don't feel like I'm filled up. Listen, the very moment that all this happens, God will pour Himself upon you, and you will know His presence, and you will feel those rich words as God just... It might be a single word. It might be more than that. But God will cause those things to come into you, and you will feel that. Now, we've been talking about prophecy, but there's a lot of other gifts. There's a lot of other gifts. And one of the things right now I believe that the Lord is doing is the gift of healing. The gift of healing. Now, there's scriptural healing. But there's also people that have the gift to heal. And there'll be the moment that he'll come up, and, and it can be any one of us, because you have the Spirit of Christ. You may sit down. You'll have the Spirit of Christ in you, and God's going God's to, the moment's going to be there, and it might seem awkward, it might seem difficult. You might say, I've never done this before. Who am I? I'm, I'm, I'm not a healer. No, you're not, but you have the healer inside you. 
You have the healer inside you. And I'm telling you right now, it's coming. There's a day right here, right now. It'll probably be more uh, prevalent in some of you than in others. But just that's the way it is. That's the nature of it. But, but the word of healing for somebody, maybe yourself, will be there. God's, God's bringing these things about. He's bringing them about. Maybe you've not been like this ever before, but I'm telling you, you're in this room. God's speaking to these people right here. He's been doing this for, for this whole summer now. It's been building up to this moment and this time. And it's going to continue to build. It's not just ahead right here. This is something that God is continually building, building on. And, and he's edifying. He's building up. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that your Spirit is working mightily in every single person here. Your Spirit is working boldly in every single person here. Whether the life has just started or whether the life has not got that much longer, doesn't matter. You are filling us with your Spirit to walk with you every single day from this day forward and more than we've ever known. Thank you, Lord that you have put us together to exhort, to edify, to comfort, to supply as every joint can supply. Thank you, Lord, that we are encouraging one another. Thank you that your, your prophetic work is that. It encourages the people to do the job that are set before them. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Lord, I ask if there's someone here today that does not know you as their Lord and Savior, that through the power of your Spirit, you would work in their heart right now. And I believe you've already been doing that. I believe you've already been speaking to them, even though... This message has not been necessarily one of salvation so much or evangelism. Your Spirit has been working a work. You've been touching lives here this morning. So, if there's somebody that doesn't know Christ as Savior, I invite you to come to that knowledge today. Come to that knowledge today. He loves you. He cares for you. He wants to fill you up with His goodness. Come to know Him. Come to know Him. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in the precious name of Jesus. The name that's above every name. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you.
Amen. You come right on over. There you go. Amen. Anybody wants to join there? Praise God. <laughs> Is there others? Are there others? Anyone else? Someone needs prayer? Maybe you need prayer. You'd like for somebody to come and pray with you, or you'd like to come down here. Whatever. Yeah, we can gather at your table. Boy, I'd like to gather at some of you's table. I'll tell you right now. We had good food last night, but I have been really privileged to eat it uh, from the table of some of these some of you seated here, and I just want to say, thank God, we got good cooks. We got good cooks. Awesome. Awesome. God's pouring His Spirit. Yes. Amen. Somebody has breathing issues? The Lord wants to touch you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak health to those lungs in Jesus' name. We speak health to them. We claim they're healed in Jesus' name. Fresh air come in in Jesus' name. Anointed air come in right now. Anointed of God come in right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. and wives, you know, you're, you're one in the Lord. No matter, no matter the lies that try to come in and, and destroy that, you are one in God. You are one. Say that and, and believe that. Walk in that. And those of you that are not married, you know, you can say to the Lord, I'm one with you, Lord. I'm one with you. And you are working in my life to change me and make me. There you go. Amen. Praise God. If there's no others, you'll be free to go. And don't forget, love one another.